Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Look, do you need a defense attorney? Go with the best in the business. That is Aurora Law Firm. You hear Manny Aurora on the show a couple times a month, currently representing Anna Delvey, the real one from the Inventing Anna Netflix documentary. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide, has handled litigation in over 19 different states and has represented many clients uh, in the celebrity field, you know, as well as professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, uh, politicians, you name it, Manny and his crew have been there and done that. And they can help you as well if you're in need of a defense attorney. As a former prosecutor, Manny Aurora understands the other side of the case. TheAuroraLawFirm.com. That's the website, TheAuroraLawFirm.com. If you have a question for Manny when he makes a stop with the BS, you can leave a message on our hotline, 404 369 3825, or the show's social media and get all that information off podcastthebs.com. How about a win win situation for you? You're about to purchase a house, you need a mortgage, go to the best in the business. That's Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage, 561 951 0984. He's a no-nonsense guy. He'll tell it to you how it is. He'll give you the numbers, and it'll make it happen. Plus, he picks up the phone when it rings. But on top of that, when you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. One prize winner will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. 561-951-0984 or Stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. With Dr. David Markwell. In Ridgeline Counseling, there's never an excuse to not talk to someone. And we all need somebody in our lives to talk to, especially a neutral third party on some occasions, right? Ten different therapists who work with Dr. David Markwell at Ridgeline Counseling. He's been a huge supporter of the BS podcast, and we appreciate that. He's working with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. And what's so great about Ridgeline Counseling is if maybe you're not in the Georgia area and you can't go to one of the three locations, being East Cobb, Marietta near the square, and McKaysville right outside of Blue Ridge, they do virtual sessions, accept insurance, and offer self-pay options. Dr. David Markwell and Ridgeline Counseling are without a doubt the best in the business, whether it's behavioral health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, etc. Ridgeline Counseling is there for you. MarkwellTherapy.com. Again, MarkwellTherapy.com. Are you looking to build a mountain home or a cabin in Western North Carolina? You know, you hear me talk about Paradise City all the time and the cabin up in Mineral Bluff. Well, Mac Development Group They are a one-stop shop for all your needs, a full-service design-build real estate developer, and their team handles everything for you, from your land acquisition to designing your custom home to the general contracting and building. They provide your family with the ability to have a one-stop shop and know what your project is, and it's delivered on time. Plus, everything is built in this 3D software process that you can see ahead of time to make you kind of ease your tensions as you move forward with this really cool and exciting thing in your life, right? Currently booking for full-time builds, and they need to get folks on the schedule. The folks are you. Reach out to Mac Development Group, macdevelopment.com. That's macdevelopment.com. Also, hit them up on social media, Instagram and Facebook. Son of a bitch. Chuba, 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 chubby. I don't have any lines to go right here. 
So chubby Teletubby and subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. It's episode 66 of The Black Cloud. My name is Jason Bailey. Thanks for being here in the Golden Scissor Studio, beautiful Roswell, Georgia, sponsored by Stockton Mortgage, Dave Flashner. He's your man, knowledgeable, trustworthy, reliable, and just a cool cat to talk to, to be honest with you. But if you're looking to uh, refinance or even get a mortgage, he's your guy, 561-951-0984. We can go to stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. Extra added Super Mario Brother bonus. When you close your home, loan, purchase, or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. One prize winner will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. That's very exciting. So if you're going to do something you're already going to do, why not do it with Stockton Mortgage and Dave Flashner because then you get entered into that sweepstakes. No, Nate. I'll kind of explain here in a second. There's Brandon in the Bunker Studios in Noonan, Georgia. How are you there, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. You know what? A good day. You know what happened to Nate, right? You're familiar. Uh, I got a little gist of it. You texted me something about it, but I'm not 100 sure how he got in that predicament. Yeah, I, I, I'll explain the entire situation on Friday that okay. I know of. All right, because I don't think he'll be with us this week. Um, I'm almost positive he's in a lot of pain. I just don't, let's put it this way. I've never met anyone that's done this. And, <laughs> and how he did it, supposedly how he did it, I don't know if I believe everything that I'm hearing, uh, is, is just one in a million. If not bigger odds, longer shots, man. I mean, it, it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty fucked up situation. But he, that's, how, that's how much pain Nate is in because of his accident. And it, wasn't a, it was an accident, not like in an automobile, but it's a self-induced accident. And he can't even, he can't even do the show, let's say, because he doesn't have control of some of his main extremities. All right. His clicking extremities. Something like that. He he can't even do the edits. Like, I'm doing his job right now, which I don't mind because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to pick somebody else up if they can't do it, and that's fine. I have no problem with it. I'm not bitching about it. But Nate, that's not his MO. Nate is a, is a hardworking guy, and through thick and thin, he'll make sure that whatever he's supposed to get done, he'll get done. And that's just how he's always been. That's why I originally hired him some years ago for the radio show, because he's just, he's got a good work ethic. I like to surround my people, the exception of Brandon, with people that have good work ethics. And, uh, and, and he does. So that's that, just to tell you how much pain he really is in. Uh, he could be the black cloud this week if he were on, but he's not. So just send him well wishes. Keep listening. Friday's show. You know, this week I'm doing all Freebay episodes, so even if you're not a subscriber, you're thinking about being a subscriber by going to podcastthebs.com uh, and you're listening to what you hear and you like it, then you subscribe, but Friday's show will be free as well. So, 
Uh, every once in a while, we have to do that. I hope the two percenters, the subscribers understand that. No, they're, they're not getting ripped off. Uh, and, and, and to be honest with you, full transparency, I'm looking to kind of reshape the entire network. Like, I think I'm missing something. I don't know what it is, but I'm missing something. I think there are certain things that we do that we don't have to do. And I think there are certain things that we do very well that we should do more of. Uh, and even possibly adding, taking away, but adding something that would be extremely compelling, which if you saw a post that I made the other day, uh, I'll talk about that on Friday's show. I got a phone call, the phone call, that I've won it. I'm 46, I'll be 47 in June. For my whole life, uh, and I guess some of theirs, since they're a different age than I am. Well, theirs, huh? You're her. I know you're trying to her. figure it out. You, you saw the post, right? Yeah. yeah. Vague booking. No. It, there, look, there's a difference. Nikki D, vague books. Vague booking <laughs> is when you're trying to emotionally get attention. I don't do that. I don't need that. What I do is the art of the tease. There's a difference. If there's a payoff... Vague booking doesn't here, make it simple. Vague booking doesn't have a payoff, right? You'll never know the answer. You'll never know what they're talking about. You'll have no clue. Nikki D is the queen of that from the uh, Not Your Typical Tea podcast with Nikki D and Maddie that we release on the network on Thursdays. Love her to death. She'll be the first to admit it. She's queen vague book, right? She's queen vague. Yeah. I don't vague book. I don't vague. I tease. That's what I'm good at. I was teasing in the radio business before radio people were told to tease because it makes sense. The teasing really didn't come into play outside of coming up after the break or after we pay the bills, you know, going into commercials. We're going to be playing this and this and that. That's not really a tease. The art of the tease, which is kind of defined by 80-20, you give 80% away of what you're going to talk about but you hold 20% in your pocket and you're hoping that that will keep people there. Um, that didn't come into play until like the mid 2000s. And that goes for television as well because we started to see the industry started to see the changes of people and their listening habits. And it, they were becoming shorter and shorter and shorter thanks to social media and the boom of the internet in the 90s. That's really what happened. So you had to find a way to get them to tease. Also, the new radio rating system came into play, which is called PPM, Personal People Meter, where Nielsen sends out these little Walkmans to a select few people and radio personalities and DJs, their entire lives and careers are based off of what it could come down to one person. Really, that's what it boils down to, one fucking person whether they like you or they don't like you, or they don't wear it and they just keep it in and it picks up the watermark in the, in the airwaves. And then radio stations do whatever they can to cheat the system by boosting up their signals um, one way or another. It's, it's a mess. It, it's not like television where you turn on the TV, they know everything there is to know about you. It's not like that. It's, 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 it's like 33% accurate. But you had to keep people listening because in order to get a ratings point, you have to have a listener with a PPM, a personal people meter, listening for five total minutes in a quarter hour. So 0 to 15, 16 to 30, 31 to 45, 46 to 0, uh, or 59. Uh, so 
So if, if they are listening for two and they go away and they come back for three, you get a ratings credit if they're a PPM person. But that's only a select few. So you have to keep them listening. That's, that's the art of the tease. That's, that's what I do. I tease. I don't vague book. There's a difference. That's, that still blows my mind with the PPM thing. Like there's just random people walking around with these little, little thingamajiggers on their hips. Like I imagine it was like uh, pedometers. Remember everyone used to have like a pedometer back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before that, it, and even some markets, radio markets still do this. It, it was called the diary system. And that's why, that, that's when radio, I think radio was better as far as a whole when the diary system existed because the diary system was all off of name notoriety. The more people knew your name, wrote your name down, the radio station you worked for, that's all, that's all you needed to get credit. And mainly women, even in the 90s, that kind of old stereotypical thing of women at home, there were more women at home. Uh, they weren't working as much as men, even in the 90s, believe it or not. True story. You know, as, as we've progressed, women have gotten out of the house, which I'm all for. It's great. But, you know, you look at the demographics. So you had women, uh, women demo-dominated stations that did very, very well, really well in diary. You know, but if you were a big personality and the station and the company got behind you and marketed you, that's why, you know, back in the day you would see billboards with faces, if they were good looking, you know, uh, and market the name and the show because you, you want people just to write it down back in the day. That's all you want it to do. And then as radio got away from that because of the new rating system, they didn't want to market their personalities. It's just a matter of who's listening. They didn't want the radio personality to get bigger than the radio station, which would happen often with morning shows. We saw this in 2004 when uh, Howard Stern was uh, booted off terrestrial radio, led by Clear Channel and, and, uh, and, and, and Hogan, who was, who was the, the, the guy there at the time. Uh, he went before Congress. And we're cleaning up the airwaves. You know, this is this big, you know, right movement uh, within the FCC and the, the government, the administration. They kicked him off. They kicked Bubba Love Sponge off. You saw radio stations, mainly with Stern, not so much Bubba, but mainly with Stern, they just folded. Then changed their entire makeup. You know, every CBS radio, which doesn't exist anymore, they've since sold off their, their radio stations, but every CBS Viacom radio station, um, they, they, they had to get away. They, they tried to replace him in some markets. On the West Coast, they did Adam Carolla, who actually did okay. Uh, in one of the markets, I think uh, it was BJ Shea, which is a buddy of mine. He did okay. On the East Coast, they put on David Lee Roth, which was a disaster, which was a mess. And they only did that because David Lee Roth was such a great guest, which he was when he was on with Howard. So they figured if people loved him that much, that's, that's where people don't understand there's a difference between being a guest, being a number two guy, a number three guy, a number four guy, and being a host. There's a huge fucking difference. Know your role, own your role, be great at your role, but don't try to do someone else's job if that's not your thing. You know, you just got to know what your place is. Um, and so, uh, but, the, the, you know, there was a guy in Clear Channel that made it a rule within the company, at least at one time, 
that we would no, they would no longer put radio personalities faces on billboards because they didn't want the personality to get bigger than the station. It should all be about the station, which I don't 100% disagree with because I don't care how big of a per, Howard's the, the exception to the rule, but for the rest of us, I don't care how big you get and how well you do in a market. You're only as big as the station is. Like if you don't have the station and the signal and the support, then you could be forgotten the next day. Um, th- th- that's just a fact. I mean, that goes for everybody, you know. So I know a lot of radio personalities don't want to believe that, but it's extremely true. So I'm not a vague booker. Back to the point. All right, <laughs> say say it with me, Brandon. I am not a vague booker. You are not a vague booker. Thank you very much. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. It might suck, but Georgia sees dogs as property. That means if someone accidentally hurts or injures or kills your dog, they're only liable for the fair market value of your dog, which in most cases is usually just the adoption fee. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Call my wife for all the right reasons, and that's because you're looking to buy or sell a property in this nutso-crazy market that we're in. Rachel Guy, she is your guy. She's my wife, but she's your guy. Realtor with Keller Williams Atlanta North Office, 404-797-4600. She's an amazing realtor. I've watched her in action, and she's really great. And a lot of you know that because you've used her stress-free buying and selling in this crazy market. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. I'm so happy that so many of you enjoy Nuberty's Men's Wellness League's uh, practitioner, Diane Spiva, when she comes on the podcast. I think it's great. You know, I've been going to Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, for well over a year with testosterone maintenance. But they do so much more than that with a weight loss program, sexual health pain and joint management. Nuberty's Men's Wellness League is a men's wellness facility for guys and guys only. Guys, as you get older, your body starts to break down. There are things that you can control and there are things that you can't control. Just pop into Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs or go online to menswellnessleague.com and schedule a phone call just to see where you're at. It could possibly save your life. That's a true story actually happened to a listener, right? So right now, the Wellness Combine, get it for 99 bucks. That's $200 off the regular pl- uh, price. Plus, mention the BS Podcast and get 10% off that price. But you got to mention the BS Podcast. Go to menswellnessleague.com. Hit that schedule button. The beautiful weather is here. Your deck isn't up to par. Who do you call? Rockland Contracting. Of course, David Hawks, owner of Rockland Contracting, veteran-owned, established in 2009, specializes in deck design and build, has this amazing 3D software. You'll know what it's going to look like before it's even built. A lot of two percenters going his way want to enjoy that deck for the great months. RocklandContractingLLC.com. That's the website. Also, seeking experienced deck builders. So if you're looking for a job, get all of David Hawks. RocklandContractingLLC.com. 
Bet.com or 678-879-3867. 678-879-3867. Look, I know what it's like to start up a small business and run a small business. That's what this is. What can you do to take the next step? Create Graphics can help you out with that. They're a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, and they've got some really good ones in-house. Wide-format printing and graphic installation. Specializing, again, in vehicle wraps, corporate events, interior and exterior events, graphic design, and apparel. A lot of the stuff of the BS Podcast, if not all the stuff, comes from Create Graphics. CreateGraphics.net. That's C-R-E-A-T-E. G-R-A-P-H-I-X dot net or 770-369-9962. That's 770-369-9962. Serving Metro Atlanta and shipping worldwide. Create graphics. They definitely know what they're doing. Excellent customer service and communication in every project will get a one-on-one experience from start to finish. Again, create graphics with an X dot net. And back to you, Jason. Uh, today's Black Cloud Podcast presented by Ridgeline Counseling. Dr. David Markwell and his therapists are ready to help with any issues you have, whether at their three Georgia locations, or you can do it virtually. So if you're listening on the road, I always say like a lot of truck drivers listen to the podcast, which is way cool, keeping you busy, keeping you awake, um, then uh, you can just go into markwelltherapy.com if you've got any issues. Just please talk to somebody. You know, so talk to talk to David, talk to talk to one of his therapists, just talk to somebody. You know, we saw uh, mental illness and mental health back in the spotlight with uh, with uh, with Judd. You know, um, what's the mom? You know, was it Ni- Naomi Judd, right? Judd. Judd passed away. Uh, oh, from Castaway. Is what he said? Or passed away? No. <laughs> what? Naomi, Naomi Judd, the uh-huh. country icon, Naomi Judd. Okay. You know who she is? The Judd sisters? Not 100% no, but I'm one's following a, you. One's an actress, one's a singer. I believe you, yes. Ashley Judd. No, are you not, are you not following him? Uh, I mean, they're uh, like country royalty. How long, like, when did they start doing country? Like, a few years ago or no, 90s? Like, like, decades ago. She was, like, oh. 70 or something. She, she, was, she was 76. And this past weekend, she, uh, I guess she struggled with, with mental health. And, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, I appreciate the Judds, and I appreciate what she's done and all that stuff. I, I just wasn't, I wasn't a follower. I wasn't a fan, so I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah. But, uh um, she's the mother of, you know, Wynona Judd. Wynona Judd. I know a Wynona writer. Wynona. Not Wynona. Wynona. I don't think so, no. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> we get out of the house a little bit. Um, so, okay. and I'm not even a fan of the, like a country music guy, I, it's, but, but everybody knows the Judds, but she struggled with mental, mental health, mental illness. Um, and she took her own life and, and, and it drives me insane because when she passed away, there was something said, I think from the family, about her or somebody said that she had struggled with mental health her whole entire life. I mean, you don't normally hear of somebody at 76 committing suicide, which I think the word suicide needs to stop being a, a pump the brakes, stop the room, take the, the life out of it, breath out of it, whatever word. It needs to be a word that's said more and more 
So people feel comfortable if they have the thoughts of taking their own life, saying, I am suicidal, please help me. So they don't feel like if they say that to somebody and they need help, that they're going to be shunned, that they're going to be looked at as a crazy fucking lunatic and the other person wants nothing to do with it. That word needs to change. People need to stop looking at that word and hearing that word the way that we've always looked at it, in my opinion. Because too many people are afraid to talk to somebody, can't take it anymore, and take their own lives. And I'm talking kids. And the shit thing about this whole situation is the fucking news doesn't talk about it. They have a rule not to talk. The only reason, and it took like three days for the main news, uh, uh, the main news sites to use the word suicide. They just said, struggled with mental illness, she died. Didn't give a cause of death. They knew it, but they didn't say suicide. And the same goes for local news, just in my experience, of dealing with people that have taken... Like, there was a girl at the high school my daughter goes to. There's been a couple people that have kids... Kids! Fucking kids! That have committed suicide. There was a girl that hung herself from the tree at the entrance of the school... And when kids came to school, they saw, yeah, this happened not that long Holy ago. Holy shit. None of the local news talked about it. I reached out to somebody that, that, I don't know if she still works in Atlanta or not, but I knew her from Orlando. And I said, hey, are you guys going to cover this? I, I, I talked about it on the radio show briefly, but it falls on deaf ears because nobody wants to hear the crazy, wacky, zany morning show. And that was one of the problems with the old radio show was... It, it's just there are certain things that I wanted to discuss and talk about that wasn't necessarily all crazy, wacky, and zany. And higher-ups always wanted crazy, wacky, and zany. And I don't think that's necessarily great radio. I think when you have something serious and you have something compelling and informative, you need to stop. You need to slow it down and have a conversation, especially when it comes to something like this because you could possibly save someone's life. You could possibly help somebody out. Talk about it. All these things that are taboo, we need to throw these out the window and start fucking talking about them. Because if people can't talk about this kind of stuff, then they're going to continue to commit suicide when they don't need to do this stuff. They don't need to. It's very, very sad. You know, I mean, being 76 and doing it, never, I don't think I've ever heard of that. You know, I mean, you're reaching like, I mean, you're not, not ancient by no stretch of the imagination. And she looked great for 76. But, you know, you get to a point where it just gets in your head so much. So if that is you, there's, I mean, there is something wrong, but it can be fixed. There's nothing wrong with you permanently. All right. Let me make that very clear. There's nothing wrong with you permanently. There's just something wrong right now. And it'll eventually go away. But you need to talk to somebody. I don't care who it is. Dr. David Markwell with Ridgeline Counseling is perfect because he's a professional. I've gone to Dr. David Markwell to talk about some issues. Got to talk to somebody. Please, talk to somebody. Uh, I can't believe you don't know who Naomi Judd is. No, I'm not familiar with the Judd sisters. What they sing? Are they like the Hank Williams kind of country or like a George Strait kind of country? Or what kind of rhythm do they have? Well, that you're, now you're asking me questions. I have <laughs> no idea. Uh, I, just, I just know the name. You know, and I know the sisters. Uh, Ashley Judd's a great actress. She's been in a lot of stuff. Very pretty. See, Ashley Judd sounds more familiar than Naomi. But what I don't know if I would have, if I saw her in a movie, I probably wouldn't recognize her. 
Uh, why they, they uh, looked more, I think, like her mother. They're they're heavier women, good 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 country heavy. You know, like a biscuits and gravy good. You know, like yeah. a, like a <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Uh, nothing wrong with that. And and, and they had red hair, um, and they were very twangy. They're, they're kind of old school country. They weren't that this new bro stuff, whatever it's called. Hmm. Just surprised you didn't know that, but very very sad. So, anyway, all right, uh, so I think I got everything taken care of there. Still got to get to my black cloud. <laughs> let me get to my black cloud. Let me get to that. Let, let me get to my black cloud. All right, uh, so I never thought about this until it happened just the other day. I was at the gym, and I was in the locker room, and there was only one other person in the locker room, and they were sitting on the bench. As I walked by, I went to take a pee-pee's. Now, when I go pee-pee's, I always go into a stall. Just paranoid. Somebody's going to hit me over the back of the head with a bottle. Just an old bar thing. So I'll go into, I go into the stall. This guy is talking loudly to the person on the phone about something extremely personal. And my first thought is, and this is all while I've got ding-dong in hand, taking a leak, right? I'm listening to this guy talk because I had all these thoughts going through my head. And first is everybody complains about their privacy, how the internet companies are tapping into their stuff and they're, you know, everybody's spying on this and that, but people walk around with their phones up to their ears or their AirPods in their ears, screaming at the top of their lungs, their personal fucking phone calls. Like I remember a day where if you were on the phone and somebody was around you, you, if you could, you would walk away or you would ask people to leave the room if that's where the phone was, like an old rotary phone or something. Because everybody wanted privacy on their phone call. And it, I never realized that until this situation the other day at the gym, this guy's talking, and he's talking to somebody, I don't know if it was a friend or a family member or his attorney, but it was about child support which is very personal because he's talking about numbers. He's saying her name. He's saying his kid's name. He's talking about some personal situations that she's gone through. I think there was some drug abuse involved. I mean, like, re, like re, there was cops called at the house. I'm listening to this whole thing. Now, at a certain point, I'm done peeing, you know, but I'm just in the, the stall listening. I didn't have to go that bad. And I'm listening, and he asks the question to the person on the phone of well, he says, I still, even with all this, I still love her. Should I go back to her? All right. Now, remember, there's nobody else in the locker room. It's just this guy, pretty good sized dude, too, and me. And now I'm coming out of the stall and I'm washing my hands. And as I finish washing my hands and I go over to the paper towel thingy, I, uh, he asked that question to the person on the phone. And I don't know what the answer was because he just kind of mumbled and grumbled. And, and, I, and I walked out. It was kind of coincided with the question and me walking out. I walk out and I said, dude, if I were you, I would not get back together with her. And the guy looked like he wanted to fucking kill me. He says, he goes, hey, man. Or he goes, hey, bro, why don't you mind your own fucking business? I was like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I, I, I go, you, you asked the question. I just answered it. He goes, yeah, I'm talking to the person on the fucking phone. 
And I'm like, all right, sorry, relax, calm down. I apologize. None of my business. I was just trying to help. And I walked out and I, and I never saw him again. So I'm sure I'll see him again at the gym. And if there's a thing, I'll, I'll apologize again. But he asked the question out loud in my presence after explaining the whole story out loud, how am I not supposed to answer that question? I think it's actually rude for that guy to think that I shouldn't answer that question if he's going to dominate the airspace with his fucking phone call, how do I not get involved? And it was almost kind of spontaneous too. Like I felt like he needed my advice, you know, which is a problem that I have, <laughs> you know, but, but I walked out and, and, and I went and I started working out again and I was thinking about it and I was kind of looking over my shoulder, seeing if this guy's going to come after me or something. But I was kind of thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. You know? So I guess, even though I don't think I'm wrong, the black cloud would be Bailey. Stop giving advice to people that are having open conversations on their phone in public. I guess um, it was a weird spot to be in. Think about it, Brandon. I mean, you answer it right if he asks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe if it was like a more of a lighthearted conversation, he's talking about something not so serious. The reason he's probably so mad and angry and like talking so loud is probably because, I mean, it is a serious situation like child support, talking about money and talking about his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, whoever, and whether he should get back with her. And then your ass is just like, oh, I don't think you should get back with her. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? What, just why, random what, guy in the bathroom. What, why, why do I have to sound like that? <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't oh, I don't say, know. <laughs> I, I sounded like you normally. I mean, I, why'd you make me sound like that? Well, I, I answered him like a fella, man. I'm walking out, just got done taking a leak. He's uh, changing, I'm assuming going to work. And he's sitting there on the bench and he's all worked up. And I was like, hey, man, I, I wouldn't get back together if I were you mind your own fucking business <laughs> like yeah. but but that you made you made that my business like y- you by having that phone conversation with me in the room how has now made that my business so now the question or what needs to be talked about is what are the rules of having a phone conversation in public when you ask questions obviously to the person on the phone but there are people around you because it's rude to be on the phone talking that loud around other people. That is, that is an old, old rule. Not to, like when cell phones first came out, that was a thing, right? It's like, dude, if you're going to have a phone conversation, it goes back to pre-cell phones. If you're going to have a phone conversation, because essentially what it is is you're whispering to somebody, which is also rude, right? To wit, you have five people in a room and you're whispering to one and the other three aren't hearing it. That's fucking rude. Everybody knows that. Essentially, this is the same thing. You're having a conversation with somebody and other people have to listen to it. They're forced to listen to it, but they don't know what the other person is saying. That's rude on your part. It is. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's rude. Yeah, totally rude. I mean, you can't just have a conversation, though, and expect people not to butt in. I mean, you can be like, like you were saying with five people, there could be two and two people talking and they're not getting upset about uh, whatever the other group's talking about or they're not interfering with their conversation. I think, I don't know, I guess you just kind of learn to ignore it, especially nowadays because everyone's always on the phone talking. Well, that, or that, get your that, AirPods that, in and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's the problem, Brandon, is that there are set rules. And this is where Nate and I will go back and forth. You know, he still tr- likes to think that he's 20 years old in college, but he's not. He's almost fucking 40 years old. 
you know, he likes to come across as like, well, you old man, it's not going to evolve. You know, always think there are certain things that have been around since the, 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 for years that should not change. will never change just because it's an older rule. Doesn't mean it has to change because younger generations don't get it. You know, there's, there's right and there's wrong. I mean, it's very simple, black and white, right and wrong. Sky's blue, water's wet, right and wrong, you know. Talking on the phone in a conversation, especially a heated conversation, uh, yeah. in public, around people, that's rude. It just is. You shouldn't have that conversation. Now, if you do have the conversation, this is where I'll meet, I'll meet you a little bit in the middle, Brandon. I do get everybody does it, me included. I'm not saying that I'm exempt from this. I try not to have, well, I will not have a personal conversation uh, around people. But if somebody calls me, my wife calls me, my daughter calls me, something like that, and says, you know, hey, can you stop at the store and pick up some oranges or whatever? Absolutely pick up some oranges. How was your day? You know, that kind of thing, blah. Um, a personal conversation I will not have, just won't, because who the fuck knows or who's around me and who's listening? We don't realize that our voices carry. We think that we're like, it's like a reality show where they, they, you eventually, excuse me, forget that there are cameras. And that's why you're getting good reality show stuff, right? Because you're like actually acting, forgetting that people, it's going to go be broadcast out to the world. When we're on the phone, we're thinking, oh, it's just a one-on-one conversation. Me walking around Macy's and looking for a shirt. Like, yeah, I fucking killed five people last week. And there's like people around you. They're probably going to report you. <laughs> I mean, it would be a, a great bit. Let me tell you, <laughs> it'd be really funny, Brandon, to have you go walk around a store and just see who pays attention to you and what they say. Uh, but it is rude. It is. Everybody knows that. Well, I guess it kind of depends on the conversation. And d- are you sure this guy knew you were in the locker room? Because it was only y'all oh, yeah. two. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, I, so, he, when you walk into the locker room, you walk, there's like no door, you know, it's just yeah. the way the walls are. And so you, you, when you walk in, there's, there's a wall and then you turn left and then there's a wall and then you turn right. Um, and then immediate right, right there before you get to the toilets and the sink and the sauna and stuff and the showers, there's the lockers, the changing room. So on each side, there's a, there's a, a bench and then there are lockers on the wall, and then you walk past that. I mean, this is all very close. It's not a big locker room. And you walk past it, and you go into, there's only two stalls. So I walked past the guy. The guy was sitting down facing me as I walked in. I caught eyes with the guy. So, you know, I just kind of gave him a nod when I walked in, like, what's up? You know. So I'm about to intrude on your phone call. <laughs> he, I didn't intrude. On, see, that's, that's where you're getting it twisted. I didn't intrude on his phone call. He intruded in my personal space. He's the intruder, not me. He's having the private conversation out loud in public. I'm not intruding. He's allowing me to listen. He's letting me in. And if you're letting me in, I should be able to give my opinion. And I did. And then the black cloud hits me. He could have done it a different way and said, hey, thanks, bro. Appreciate your advice. But no, mind your own fucking business, he said. And I was like, all right, relax, dude. I'm just trying to help. I mean, you asked the question, and I'm in the locker room, and you said it. I'm just answering. Well, he was probably already pretty angry about the conversation, and then he got you coming up there asking or telling him your two cents, some random-ass guy in the locker room. It's like, what? Who the fuck is this guy? 
Well, if I would if I would explain to him what I'm saying to everybody right now, he might take it back. He might be like, you know what, dude, you're right. I was having a conversation out loud. If you're trying to tell me, okay, forget this scenario of what he was talking about as far as the the topic, the content. Let's say somebody, uh, a woman, you're not in a locker room, but you're out in public, a woman, you're you're in an Uber and you're sharing it, whatever. A woman close by is having a conversation. She knows you're right next to her. And she asks any question, doesn't matter. Whatever question she's asking to the person on the phone about something you know or you're passionate about and you can help and you can answer the question. Maybe it's something about backflows or irrigation or landscaping or something. Deaf people. Um, you know, would you not answer? Uh, maybe. You but would. Look, you're, you're you, not, you're, you would. You hundred percent. You would. Absolutely. Yeah, but you're, you're not. As far as I know, you're not passionate about child support. I am. As a bastard, as a bastard child that has never received it, I am very passionate about it. <laughs> I mean, that's how you should have went into it. Like, hey, look, I'm a bastard. Never got no money from my father. <laughs> you pay that child money. Hey man, can I get a can I get a minute of your time? Let me explain something to you. <laughs> I gotta I gotta tell you a story. I grew up without a father, so I know what it's like not to have money. So go easy. You know, think about the child. Well, who the fuck are you? And get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Probably that kind of situation. Anyway, that's my black cloud for this week. Does that does that work for a black cloud, Brandon? That's a, that's a pretty good one, hmm? I guess, yeah. I guess you could call that black cloud. You kind of brought it on yourself this week. Well, it, that's the whole bit. I mean, that's like, I guess I, according to the world, I bring all of them on myself. I mean, <laughs> I really don't. I've actually had a pretty good run of zero black clouds because I don't go out much, you know? Um, I, and when I do, there's something always happens. That's why I don't go out. Like I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm terrified <laughs> to go out. And most of them are like customer service and, and all that shit. All right. Podcast, the Uh, tomorrow's episode, good, bad, the ugly. We'll get you three news stories from the week that fit under those categories. But on Friday, we'll explain everything. You got a lot to do on Friday. A lot to do on Friday. A lot to talk about because we got Nate's situation, uh, his, his medical situation. It's in a lot of pain right now. I know that. Tell you as much as I know about that. And also the phone call of all phone calls that I received the other day. That it's funny because I always... If this ever happened to me, I always thought that uh, I'd be doing this on the radio, but I'm not. I'm going to be doing it in the podcast world, which will be very interesting. Um, Very exciting. Kind of scary. I got to be honest with you. A little scared. A little intimidated by the content. Intimidated by the content. Uh, you kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about. Um, uh, don't, don't guess, don't guess it. I'm just asking okay, you, you kind of right, have right. an idea. Yeah. 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 You kind of have a, kind of an idea. Guess something brewing, something brewing. All right. Podcast, the BS.com, uh, subscribe. Uh, like I said, this is free Bay episodes this week. If you like what you hear, 
you know, seven days of new, fresh content. We have three outside podcasts with uh, Brandon and Def August, The Clueless 2, Nikki D, and Maddie. Not Your Typical Tea that is released on Thursdays. Brandon's is released on Sundays. And then the only Brandy and Lindsay podcast, which is released on Tuesdays, like yesterday's episode. Uh, and, and since I'm the one that's doing all of Nate's work this week, I got to tell you, those girls are dirty. They're dirty. I mean, do you listen to their podcast? Yeah, and they'll send me videos. They sent me one clip of them. I, I don't know. They're like waxing their booty holes or something. And I was like, I don't think I can post this. <laughs> I think this is going to get taken down. They have got no shame. You know, <laughs> Lindsay is, you know, I, Brandy's like my little sister. So when I met Brandy, you know, seven, eight years ago, <clears throat> she was just this girl that was running the board for the prior show and you know, doing like a bit at the end of the show, like what's in her box or something, you know, very radio cliche. And that was the extent of it. You know, and I was like, I want to make you a personality and a, and a player on the show in which she became. She actually became the glue, in my opinion, to the show. And I'd always tell her, I want more from you. I want more from you. <clears throat> I think she's a superstar. But she was always um, very prudish, very, you know, she was not what she's doing now it's like they're talking about ding-dongs and dudes and what they're doing with ding-dongs i mean it's a definitely a great podcast i don't know if women are gonna like it i see that's what i'm trying to figure out like for a guy like do guys like their podcast because it's two girls talking about sexy time stuff um i mean one would assume yes but then if you do are you kind of a freak are you like the 50-year-old guy that's in a strip club in the middle of the day on a, on a Wednesday? You know, are you that guy? Or do women like it because I'm assuming that's how women talk, like behind our backs. And that's always kind of been my, my thing for radio shows and, and even, I guess, this podcast is, you know, to be a guy-oriented show, but women dig it because they like to hear how guys think. And what, you know, guys talk about, you know, I never want to be demeaning to women or offend women. I want them to listen as their voyeurs to like get in our brains because women are much smarter than men and see how we tick. Right. With Brandy and Lindsay's, I'm going, the women listen and go, yeah, oh my God, I had a big dick in my hand the other day too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe they do. I text Lindsay after I was done uploading and I was like, you guys are dirty. And she says, uh, she's like, oh, you, you, is this the first time you've listened? I was like, no, I've listened before, but I don't know. Some of the stuff that you were talking about was like, I mean, <laughs> I was a little shocked. But maybe it's just because I'm getting older. Who knows? All right. Podcastthebs.com. All the good stuff there. You can subscribe. Got the merch shop uh, and everything else you need. All of our socials. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Follow, like, share, Twitter, uh, Facebook, our Facebook group, The Two Percenters, and also Instagram, if you don't mind. Takes a couple minutes, please. And you can talk about anything. The community on The Two Percenters is great. Even if you got, you know, you don't like us. Like, there's recently a guy that just automatically hates me you know for whatever fucking reason he's asking how to unsubscribe 
I'm like, come on, dude. You know, it even private messaged me. <laughs> I, go, I go, I don't know. I don't handle the subscriptions. That's a Spotify thing. I'm sure you can figure it out. You know, I subscribe to the podcast, so I know that monthly when I get an email with my receipt, it's, it's got an option right there to unsubscribe. So it's not that difficult. And I think he's just doing it to be kind of a butthead, you know, like, I'm unsubscribe. Like, I don't want you to unsubscribe. And then he's trying to pit me against Tom and Dan. Like, I introduced you to Tom and Dan. What are you talking about? He's a Georgia guy. I introduced you to a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. I love those guys. Those guys are amazing. I worked with them before they were podcasting. They've helped me out with this podcast. He, like, ends his comment with, like, BDM, because they call their listeners BDMs. Like, BDM for life. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, am I supposed to take offense to that? Like, good for you. Go listen to their podcast. I want you to go listen. If you're not going to listen to mine, listen to theirs. All right? Please do. Subscribe to theirs. If you're not going to subscribe to mine. Please. You know, I want you to. If this isn't your thing, it's not going to be everybody's thing. Go listen to theirs. um, By all means. And if you want to come back, we'll welcome you with open arms. But just don't go online and be a dick. There's just no need for that. All right, Brandon, you got anything before we get out? Start drinking your water. It's getting hot. Start drinking your waters. It's getting hot. All right. Thanks for listening so much. Uh, have a great save of your day. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now. Get out of here.